0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ان صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم O Wajada Satani, a Yudahi Felam, Yudahi Fala, Dur Musalana, O Kama call and Nabi Yusan Lallah, Hani, he was a lamb. Most respected on my Kiram, brothers and elders. <coughs> the little couplet that we have heard many times is that Rahmate Hak Baha Nami Joyed. Rahmat-e-haq It's a little Persian couplet which means that the Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala does not require a great deal to be done before it comes. The Rahmat and the mercy of Allah Ta'ala doesn't only come when a person has really gone way ahead and toiled and really labored the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala looks for little excuses to come on little excuses the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala comes one muhadith very great scholar when he passed away somebody saw him in a dream they asked him how did things go with you Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala forgave me. He asked him that perhaps it was on account of the thousands of ahadith that you wrote used to be engaged the whole day in the knowledge of deen, learning the ahadith, teaching it. So perhaps this must have been the reason on account of which you got forgiven. He said, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that? What was this? That became the means of your forgiveness so you see on one occasion while i was busy writing hadith sharif and i had dipped my pen the ink previously it used to be the reed pens which had to be dipped in the ink and then you would write and after a while that ink would dry off then you dip it again into the ink pot and write again so i had dipped that pen into the ink pot and as i took it out and was about to write one fly came and sat on that ink, just at the spot where the ink was on the pen, on that reed pen, one fly came and sat on it. So I then immediately held my hand, I stopped, I waited, I said this fly seems thirsty, what is going to really diminish from my ink, let it have whatever its thirst is, let it quench its thirst and then I will write. So I waited that few moments. How long would that fly drink? I waited those few moments, and then when it flew off, I continued writing. So I was told that on account of you showing mercy to that creature of ours, today we are forgiving you. So rahmat-e-haq bahana mi joyad. That the rahmat of Allah ta'ala looks for excuses to shower down on somebody. But it is for us to take these opportunities. It is for us to grab these opportunities with both hands. Because a person doesn't know which particular moment something might be done with that extra ikhlas. And it might get accepted. It is that special moment where a person sometimes does something purely for Allah. Ta'ala, and that particular act becomes accepted. So this is the issue that Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is forever waiting to shower down. Little excuses Allah Ta'ala creates for us to take from His rahmat. And among those excuses Allah Ta'ala creates specific moments in time. Allah Ta'ala has apportioned special virtue to various periods of time. Allah Ta'ala gave special virtue to the month of Ramadan that the rahmat of Allah ta'ala pours down in torrents. And then the month of Ramadan has hardly finished, the day it finishes, the days of Hajj start. The first of Shawwal comes at the day of days of Hajj start. And then in particular the first ten days of Hijjah. These are days where Allah ta'ala has filled with special virtue. In the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says, that there is no act a person can do in any time of the year which is equal in reward to the actions performed in these 10 days any act cannot equal to the reward of the acts and the, any amal performed in these 10 days so somebody inquired ya rasulullah not even jihad in your path, in the path of allah taala because there was no Nothing that they could perceive greater than jihad, where the person will give the ultimate sacrifice. He will lay down his life for Allah. Ta'ala. What could be greater? So anything in other times cannot equate the actions of these 10 days, not even jihad in other times. Nabi Islam said not even jihad in other times. Then he said, Except that person who goes out with his life and all his possessions and does not come back with anything gives his life in the path of Allah Ta'ala and spends everything in the path of Allah Ta'ala, he will equate. Then further Nabi Islam says, that these days are so virtuous, that the fast of each of these days, one day's fast, is equivalent to the fast of one year. Now, These are the excuses Allah Ta'ala is creating for us. That one day's fast, equivalent to the fasting of one year. And the ibadat of each night equivalent to the ibadat of Laylatul Qadr. The ibadat of each night equivalent to the ibadat of Laylatul Qadr. Subhanallah, what great rahmat is being poured down? That it is now for the servants and the bandas of Allah ta'ala to take this rahmat. Rahmat e haq bahana mi joyat. There's little excuses that a person now will just Strive a little bit to take from the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. And who knows which particular moment might become the turning point in his life. So the one aspect in these Mubarak days is that somebody, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, we get the tawfiq of fasting, fasting all the days, the first to the ninth, the tenth obviously is excluded from the fast, that is the day of Eid, the first to the ninth, or any one two days, And especially the ninth of Zulhijjah has its own special virtue. Over and above this, that it is a compensation for the sins of the past and the forthcoming year. So this is the great virtues that Allah Taala has blessed these mubarak days with. So one is that we try to fast, even some days, if not all, at least one day. And then, as far as the nights are concerned, one is to try and make ibadat the whole night. How many of us has have that ability? But everyone has the ability to spend some time in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. During the evening, after Isha, before Isha, after Isha, a person makes something out of the Qur'an Sharif, some zikr, some tasbihat, some nafil salah, even if it is for 10-15 minutes. Now what is 10-15 minutes? More the better. But what does 10-15 minutes take away from us and from our time? And if you really think about it, then 10-15 minutes is nothing because maybe hours are spent daily in futile things. And Allah Ta'ala save us, how many a times in haram things our time goes away? So this is an opportunity to make a turnaround, to make a U-turn, that my time will now be spent in earning the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. So sometime, and Allah Ta'ala gives taufiq. person wakes up for tahajjud at that special time of the... Late hour of the night, and turn to Allah wa Taala with that special rahmat pouring, his dunya and akhirah will get made. His needs of dunya also will get made, his needs of akhirah will also get made. So this is the one very important aspect for us to be conscious of: that these ten days of Zulhijjah, these are very very auspicious days. Great rewards and great virtues have been mentioned. We should try to acquire as much as we can. Then comes the occasion of Idul Adha. And the special ibadat of that day for everybody throughout the world is the ibadat of qurbani. For a person who has the means, who is the owner of nisab, we should inquire the details from the kiram but if a person has the means, he is an owner of nisab on that day, the minimum amount on which zakat becomes compulsory, then qurbani is wajib. Many a times a person says that animals have become very expensive, and I can't afford it, but if a person considers, many, maybe not everybody, many a times, if a person considers in a few months, let alone the whole year, in a few months, what people spend eating out would buy more than an animal for kurbani. So what people spend for entertainment is more than enough to fulfill somebody's kurbani. So if we cut down on all these futile things, then without any difficulty we'll be able to fulfill the ibadat of qurbani. And if a person sometimes, things are but tight, person is not in the position on the spot to now be able to afford the animal, but he has nisab. He should be having the spirit of saving up in advance. That He knows that generally every year at the time of qurbani, he is the owner of nisab, it's wadib on him. Months in advance he should have been saving up 100 rands a month, 200 rands a month. By the time the time kurbani comes, he can perform more than one qurbani also. And this is actually the spirit of qurbani though in a different way. Previously, many of the Ahlullah, it was their practice that after Eid adha after having slaughtered their animal, they would purchase the animal for next year's qurbani the day after, or shortly thereafter. And then the whole year they will tend to it. The whole year they will then care for it. Now imagine what attachment builds up with that animal. Hazrat Hussain Ahmad, he used to do this. The whole year he would then tend to that animal. And now when that animal has become like part of the family, it has become like one of the children of the home. And now to put the knife to that animal, the true spirit of Qurbani starts coming alive. So that is one way, maybe that is a bit difficult for us, people living in urban areas, that is not such an easy thing. But the person saving up, this too is a spirit of qurbani. So, in any case, this is such an important ibadat that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam expresses this in a very strong way. In one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, The person who has the ability to perform qurbani, meaning it is wajib on him. And then he fails to do so, he shouldn't even join us for Eid Salah. Now this is a very strong way of of expressing his dislike for this. That a person failed to perform qurbani despite it being compulsory on him, wajib on him. So a person should, as far as possible, make sure that everything is in order beforehand and he has prepared himself, he has purchased his animal, etc. So that this very important ibadat of Qurbani can be fulfilled. Then comes the ruh and the spirit of Qurbani that one is slaughtering the animal, thereafter partaking of his meat, sharing it with others. So, alhamdulillah, Allah ta'ala has made that halal for us. Not just halal, this is something that is mustahab. Many a person performs Qurbani. You see, I can't eat this. I would rather buy something frozen. This is too fresh. Can we imagine what is, how things have turned around? Many a person, pure cow's milk, he can't digest. We all have become like that because of the amount of consuming the things that are not in their original form anymore. Things that have now been diluted and have been mixed up with so many things, it's no more in its original form. Now the original form is no more good enough. Or rather maybe put it is too good. So many a person says, no, I can't eat this. Whereas in the hadith sharif, Nabi Salaam encourages it. The person has performed qurbani, then he should eat from it. And in one hadith it is mentioned, Nabi Salaam, the first thing he would eat on the day of Eid, Eid al Adha would be something from the animal that has been slaughtered for qurbani. This is the sunnah of that day. So this is in terms of the slaughtering of the animal, partaking of his meat, etc. But then there is a lesson behind all this. In deen, nothing is a mere ritual. Nothing is just for the sake of doing it and getting over with it. But there is much to take from it in terms of spiritual benefit inspiration to get closer to Allah. Wa ta'ala. So there are many many things that this Qurbani teaches us. One of the most fundamental things it teaches us is to put the knife on all our haram desires. Ibrahim aisla was this whole Qurbani is a remembrance of the sacrifice of Ibrahim. He was ordered to slaughter his son Now, which father does not have that attachment with his son? And that relationship that father and son had, who can compare with it? And this son was born when Ibrahim was in his old age. So the desire was that the son should live. But when the order of Allah came, then the first thing before putting the knife on his throat, that desire was already cut. Come what may, Allah's command must be fulfilled. Any other desire can be sacrificed. But the law of Allah Ta'ala can't be sacrificed. Allah Ta'ala then makes it such that that child is not slaughtered. But Ibrahim wasalam, first slaughtered that desire and prepared to slaughter that son. This is the first lesson that we have been given to put the knife on all our haram desires. Our Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullah his beautiful couplet which... Encapsulates this. Ibrahim he asked Ismail just to prepare him. Inni fil anni tara. What do you want to say about this? I have seen myself in a dream slaughtering you. What do you think? He knows this is his father is a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. This dream is not just some dream, by the way. It's the order of Allah. His immediate response, ya, ma My father, you do what you have been commanded. You have been commanded to take my life, you take it. I am ready to give my life on the name of Allah. My life goes, it goes, it went for Allah. If I give my life, I gave it to the one who gave it to me in the first place. The reality is that even in giving my life to him, I could not fulfill the right of giving it. So, that when there's true love for Allah, Ta'ala, and a person doesn't think of the consequences, and the later, and what the future, but whatever the order of Allah Ta'ala is, that must get fulfilled. Whatever happens thereafter will happen. Order of Allah Ta'ala is supreme. So, this lesson is being given to us in Qurbani that to put the knife on all those haram things that come in our way and to give preference to the command of Allah Ta'ala. Together with always giving preference to the command of Allah Ta'ala, the other lesson that we get in this is to give preference to others over ourselves. Ismail is being told that I have been given the command to. Cut your throat to slaughter you. Now one is that he says, but my life, what wrong did I do? But here he knows his father has been given an order, he is a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. He is prepared to give preference to his father's situation over his own. Preference to others. And he's prepared to help his father fulfill the law of Allah Ta'ala, even if his own life goes in the process. Doesn't matter, his life can go. If supposing he, that would never have happened, but just for argument's sake, if he had resisted, Ibrahim would still by force have done it. Ibrahim would have done it in any case. But he also totally presented himself, giving preference to others over ourselves. And Allah Ta'ala praises this in the Qur'an Sharif. And the Ansar, Allah Ta'ala speaking about their great achievements, anfusihim bihim That They give preference to others over themselves, even though they may be starving. That well-known incident, the Bismillah says, who will take this guest home? The Ansari Sahabi says, I will take him. And then pretends to put the Lamp, right, but extinguishes it. And that little food, which is just enough for the children, children are also made to sleep without the food. And the rest of the family pretends to eat in the darkness, so that the guest can eat to his full. This is that Ithar, giving preference to others over oneself. This is a lesson that is being taught in Qurbani. This is Qurbani of one's jazbat, one's emotions. One's needs. Others must eat first, I'll eat later. And when this sahabi did this, and the next day he comes from Abi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif is being revealed on this act of this sahabi of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We are taking a lesson from the ayat. He had this and the sahaba had this in them before the ayat. We are taking this lesson, or giving others preference over ourselves, we are still trying to take this lesson from this ayat. This ayat came upon the action of the Sahaba. They already had this in their lives. So this is a very very fundamental lesson, whether it is within the four walls of the home, whether it is in a broader context, but this is the prescription for happiness, the prescription for peace. That a person is prepared to subdue his own feelings, suppress his own feelings. Suppress his own needs so that the needs of others could be fulfilled first. Suppress his own feelings so somebody else could feel happy first. There's a prescription for happiness and peace. And This is what we are being taught and the sahaba kiram the lessons that were in their lives are filled with this. Hazrat Aisha anha when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed away, he was in her house the last moments were in her home, in her room. And therefore, after he passed away, Siddiq Akbar had remembered the hadith that Nabi Islam said, a Nabi passes away in the spot where he wishes to be buried. So therefore Nabi Islam is buried where he has passed away. So Nabi Islam was buried in the Rauza Mubarak. That was a room of Hazrat Aisha. Aisha. That was her husband, Nabi Sallallahu. Then Abu Bakr became the Amirul Mukminin. Eventually, he passed on. When he passed on, he was buried next to Nabi Sallallahu. Now there was one more space left in that room—only one more space. And Prophet Umar Radiallahu anhu is attacked on the Musalla. and now it became obvious that he's not going to survive. They took him home. Lengthy incident, we don't have the time to go into it now. But they gave him something to drink and that milk just oozed out of his wound of the stomach. It became obvious he's not going to survive. So He calls his son, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala And he says, go and knock on the door of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala And then make salam. And then ask... For permission that Umar ibn Khattab wishes to be buried next to his companions. So Abdullah ibn Umar ta'ala goes and he comes, he knocks on the door. From outside, he can hear Aisha crying because his whole, everybody realized that Has, Umar is not going to survive this. And this was such a calamity on them that in the Riwayat of Bukhari Sharif, it is stated that after the demise of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, such a calamity hadn't befallen the Ummad. So he then makes salam, and then he inquires, he says, Umar ibn Khattab seeks permission to be buried alongside his companions. Which place on earth this is? This is that place on earth, where, which other part of earth can compare with it? And being buried, obviously, in that room is her father, is her husband. This was her room. And what maqam in that place? So she replied and said, "That kuntu uri nafsi." I wanted this spot for myself. Can we imagine for a person to be buried in baqi? Jannatul Baqi, what an honor. And what du'as people make for it. And what desires everybody has. Every Mu'min has his desire. Allah Ta'ala, grant me that piece of earth in Baqi. If that is the desire of every Mu'min in Baqi, what would have been Hazrat Aisha's desire of being buried in that spot which is closest to Rasulullah? Sallallahu wa and she says, Kuntu uridu li nafsi. But today I will give preference to Umar ibn Khattab anh, over my own desire to be buried here. That giving preference is far beyond a person who maybe owns the whole world and he says I'm giving it to somebody else. That somebody giving a whole the wealth of this world away can't compare one iota to the sacrifice that has Aisha anh, made on this occasion. I will doesn't matter, give preference to Umar ta'ala, over my own desire to be buried in this spot. This is that lesson of giving preference to others. There's one incident that took place, Abu Hassan Antaki rahmatullahi. He was in Ray and he says that there were about more than thirty people that came. I was with them and it was night. And now they just came suddenly, and now they were all travelers. So the food that they had was just bread. But even that bread wasn't enough for everybody. So he says what they did was they broke that bread into small pieces and spread it out on the Dasar Khan. And then they put the light off, extinguished the candle or the lamp or whatever, put it off. They said everybody must eat now. Everyone was eating in the darkness. So in any case, it sounded like everybody was eating. After a while, then finally, they put the light on. Not one piece of bread had been touched. Every person was hoping that the other would eat my share also, he'll get full. Doesn't matter, I won't eat, I'll starve, nobody will know. Nobody will be aware that I didn't eat. And every one of them thought the same. And after that, period of time had passed and that candle or lamp was put on again, not one braid was touched. Now this is that prescription for that happiness. Now imagine what feelings run through the hearts of each other. My brother did this for me? And he's thinking, my brother did this for me? What muhabbat runs through that household, that community, that family, when there is this isar, when there is this giving preference to others over ourselves. When there is giving preference to the feelings of others over our feelings. This takes qurbani, this is a qurbani, lesson of qurbani. That a person suppressing his emotions, suppressing his feelings, suppressing his needs, and fulfilling the needs of others first. Fulfilling the desire of others first. There's incidents that we keep reading in the Fazail amal the story of the goat head did the rounds Went from one person to the next seven people came back to the first person every person thinking the other person needs it more than me and did his rounds and came back to the first person this was the same lesson of ithar, of giving preference to others first so this is a very very great lesson that this qurbani teaches us on the one hand he teaches us to put the knife on our haram desires to be ready to sacrifice whatever it takes to fulfill the law of Allah. That comes first, that is supreme. Give one's life readily for Allah. And this lesson of Ithar, giving preference to others first, and this starts off with those who are closest to us. Those who are closest are most deserving of this. And then as the circle grows, those within the four walls of the home first. Then the immediate family, then the distant family, then friends, and the community. So this occasion of qurbani comes, it comes with great messages for us. On the one hand, this is an ibadat where every hair on the animal's body, a person is rewarded. Every fiber of wool he is rewarded. And before that blood even reaches the ground, that ibadat is accepted in the court of Allah, wa ta'ala. So therefore Nabi Salaam says, make sure you do this with a happy heart. Don't do it like a burden now was placed onto you. Do it with a happy heart. That this is such a great opportunity Allah ta'ala has given. And a small little sacrifice for so much Allah is prepared to shower down. And together with that, to take these great lessons of qurbani and to implement them in our lives. May Allah wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq. <gülüyor> said <sonu, sonu>, <gülüyor> La ilaha illallah صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى اله وصحابه وصحابه وبارك بارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha
1: illallah Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, la Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Illallah, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh, inna Allāh,
0: inna la inna
1: inna llaha <laughs> la ilaha illa llah inna llaha la ilaha illa llah inna llaha muhammadur
0: rasulullah sallallahu tbaraka wa taala alayhi wa sallam ho jaye mera dil likh to hii tu ho, tu hii tu ho, tu hii tu. Ghayr se bilkul hii uth jayay nazar. Tu hii tu aay nazar dekho jidar. Or meray tan me bajaye aab Dard e dil ho, dard e dil ho, dard e dil. नौ सों शैतान दोनों ने मिलकर हाय किया है मुझको तबाह ऐ मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूं मैं तेरी पनाह मुझसा में कोई नहीं गो बंद किरदार तू भी मगर गफ्फार है या बख्श दे मेरे सारे اب تو رہے اخر ورد زباں ہے
1: La Ilaha the law, Laila in 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 Inna Allah la ilaha illa Allah la ilaha illa Allah la ilaha illa la ilaha illa
0: Allah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu tabaarak wa ta'ala 'alayhi wa sallam Allah, Allah,
1: Jall, جل Jal, Allah, Allah اللہ kaisa pyara naam hai
0: aashiqon ka meena aur jam hai Allah Allah kaisa pyara آسمان hai aashiqon ka meena aur jam hai aah raa juzaa sama hamdam naboon raa se raa gayre khuda mehram naboon ilahi bandara ruswa makun gurbadam man sirre man peda makun ilahi bandara ruswa makun man sirre man peda हर तमन्ना दिल से रुक्सत हो गई अब तो अब तो हो को
1: محمد Sallallahu الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه
0: وسلم. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله. اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك. جز الله عنا نبينا محمدًا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله. ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخف لنا من الخاسرين. لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذمًا إلا غفرتها ولا همًا إلا فرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضًا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين Ya Arhamar Rahimin, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, Ya Akramal Akramin, Ya Rahimal Masakin, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, Walamna and Fusana, Walam Tafil Lana, Water Hamna Lana Kunan Naminal Khasirin, Ilahul Alamein, Ya Allah, O most merciful Allah, most gracious Allah, most kind Allah, most loving Allah, Ilahul Alamein, Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, forgive all of our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah even if our sins are more than the leaves on the trees ya yeah Allah if our sins are more than the grains of sand ya Allah, if our sins are more than the droplets of water in the oceans ya Allah, but your mercy is far beyond all this ya Allah. All this is limited ya Allah, your mercy is unlimited ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, one drop of your mercy is sufficient ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging for the showers of your mercy ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, shower down your rahmat upon us ya Allah. Shower down your makhfirat upon us ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, forgive us ya Allah. Forgive our families ya Allah. Forgive our relatives and friends ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummat of sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Allah, show down your maghfirat on the ummah, ya Allah. Show down your rahmat on the ummah, ya, ya Allah. do not deprive anybody, ya Allah. Ya Allah, make everyone your special servant, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one the nisbat of the ulyah Siddiqeen, ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the suffering from the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the hardships and difficulties from the ummah, ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the ummah, ya Allah. Allah'u hold back the hands of the oppressors, ya Allah. Allah, grant them hidayat also. Ilahul alamin, if hidayat is not dictated create for them. Ya Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Allah alamin Ya Allah, grant khair and barakat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Allah alamin Ya Allah, all those are in financial difficulties, remove their difficulties with Afiat Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those are sick, give them shifai kamila, adila, mustamirra, daima. Ilahul alamin whatever difficulties and hardships and anxieties anybody is in, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant Afiat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, ya Allah. Whatever pious needs anybody has, ya Allah. Whatever jay's needs anyone has, ya Allah. Fulfill it out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah. From the e rape, fulfill it, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, ya Allah. save us from all the fitna and façade, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Ilahul, fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Ilahul, fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Ilahul, you become ours, ya Allah. Make us yours, ya Allah. Ilahul, you become ours and make us yours, ya Allah alameen ya allah ya allah all those have passed away fill their graves with nur ya allah make their complete maghfirah ya allah ilahul alameen at the time of oh that us with the kalima Allah, ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah ya allah make their graves gardens of jannah fasiha allah ilahul alameen grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah fill our hearts with your love ya allah fill our hearts with the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam fill our hearts with the love of the quran sharif ya allah grant us the tawfiq of tilawat every day of our lives ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to make your zikr every day of our lives ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to perform our five times with jamaah ya allah give us the tawfiq of performing every salah with takbir ulah ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah ya allah all those who are, ya allah Allah, desirous of any good, Ya Allah, grant it to them, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin remove each one's difficulties and hardships ya Allah. Ilahul alamin unite the hearts of the ummah ya Allah. Ya Allah unite the hearts of spouses ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children ya Allah. Ya Allah unite the hearts of the entire ummah ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah. Allah grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam. Ya Allah grant us that mubarak akhlaq ya Allah. Ilahul alamin give us the ya Allah, the tawfiq of preferring others over ourselves ya Allah. Ilahul alamin give us the true spirit of qurbani ya Allah. Ya Allah enable us to sacrifice our desires, Ya Allah. Enable us to sacrifice all our haram desires, Ya Allah. And always fulfill your command, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from that situation that we break your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are making sincere toba from all the wrongs, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever ill deeds we have committed, Ya Allah, on this night, we are making sincere toba, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, accept this toba, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the tawfiq of remaining steadfast on this toba, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from going back to all the haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you guide us, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Allah alamin all the good that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked for. Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good. Ya Allah, whatever Nabi Sallallahu sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking refuge from it, Ya Allah. alamin All those who have gone for Hajj, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make their journey easy for them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept their Hajj, Ya Allah. Make it makbul and mabrur, Ya Allah. Enable them to come back safely with all the barakat of Hajj, Ya Allah. الله, all the work of deen that is taking place accepted, ya Allah, making the means of hidayah spreading far and wide, ya Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta al-sameeul al wa tuba ya maulana innaka anta al rahim. al wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi seyyidina muhammadi wa alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil al